Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Contact the team now to help make your home more energy efficient. Let's go! Good evening, we've just kicked off in Tbilisi. Georgia nil, Scotland nil. One minute, 41 seconds going. Obviously, we're through, that's the good news. Andy Walker, former Scotland international, is with us. And Stephen McGinn, whose brother John, captain Scotland tonight. Stephen, the Scotland lineup. we've missed nothing so far. So... Four at the back. Give us a team. Yeah, well, obviously it's a big change. Um, Steve Clark's been very reliant on the three-six-one or sometimes the three-five-two. So he's gone with Greg Taylor at left back. Obviously, if, not to mention Xander Clark, his first start. Um, big call over Liam Kelly. Greg Taylor left back. Scott McKenna and Ryan Porteous in the centre with Nathan Patterson right back. Just sitting in front, we've got Billy Gilmore and Callum McGregor with a front three behind. Uh, Lyndon Dykes of John on, John McGinn on the right Ryan Christie on the left and Scott McTominay just playing in behind um, Dykes Andy what are you expecting to see tonight we've had a few defeats we were brilliant yeah. in the you know when it really mattered what do you reckon this evening I, I just hope we can get back to winning ways it's always been a really difficult venue going to Georgia we, we've slipped up there in the past but I keep looking at the Scotland team I keep seeing a lot of experience I keep seeing players who can keep the ball really well and um, I'm just hoping we can get back to, to winning ways and, and finish on a high. The amount of times we have gone into games like this, a couple of games from the end of the group, and we've been desperate for a, for a win or a point, and we've been let down. So the fact that we've already qualified, it's just marvellous that uh, we can relax a little bit. Great tackle there in white. Scotland playing in their waist strip. Great tackle there by Ryan Porteous. The 50th game for the manager. He's up there just behind, well, three of the greatest managers, Craig Brown, um, Andy Roxburgh, and of course, Jock Steen. Stephen, big night then for the manager. as uh, Scotland come forward? But it's gone out of play, so it looks as though it's going to be is it a goal kick. Callum McGregor there, we're just watching here. It's on TNT Sport, isn't it? Via play. Via so, play. yeah. It's been a really confident start from Scotland. They look as if they're playing with that swagger of um, already qualified and they're a good team, used to winning games. Actually, when, when the draw was made and the fixture came out, they automatically, I think, because of past experience uh, for us in Georgia, you look at the fixture list and you go, oh, that's going to be tricky. Um, that Norway game at home, last game, that could be a cup final and that will take care of itself with the hand and atmosphere. But that game just before in Georgia um, is, is a real tricky one. So, Amazing just to be able to sit and back and enjoy Scotland um, having already qualified in that. And I feel as if they're knocking the ball about, as if they're enjoying that lack of pressure on the game. And, and I like seeing Ryan Christie on the ball. I watched him. I mean, his team lost a 5-1 at Man City a couple of weeks ago, but Ryan Christie actually played really well. There was a there was a level of energy about him that was really impressive. And maybe it's stemmed from the fact that uh, you know he signed a, a new contract there and he, he's really happy uh, with Bournemouth the fact that they're, they're just above those uh, three uh, relegation spots and he, he seems to be enjoying his football but it looks as though we've got a corner now Nathan Patterson on the overlap and I think he's happy to 
take that challenge and, and settle for the corner. We'll give you the Georgian team shortly. We've been fighting before the programme about who was going to read out all the names. Um, in goals, Mamar Javili, and there's 10 others. The one that we know best, <laughs> of course, is uh, Kavarts Helia. KK, they call him over there. Kvaradona, some of them call him because he's at Napoli. They love him at Napoli. Corner kick for Scotland then, Stephen. Chance early on, but it's way up over the top. So, decent start by Scott McTominay, who's been in brilliant form, well, for Man United and, and for Scotland. Yeah, and obviously well-worked corner. Um, I know it's something they spend a lot of time on with Austin McPhee, and they really buy into it as a squad. Um, and it's well executed. And you would actually fancy him the season he's having, McTominay, to, to make a better fist of that. But as you say, when you think of outscoring guys like Rashford and Hoyland in the Premier League, He's really he's grabbed a, he's grabbed the Man United jersey by the scruff of his hand because it looked as if at one point he was on the way out. It did. It's been uh, remarkable for him. We're going to look at some of the other stories today, including who's going to be the next Ross County manager. It's clear today he was sacked yesterday. The uh, chairman, the owner, Roy McGregor, has been quoted in the papers and, and paying, paying tribute to him, but making it clear that what nine games without a win in all competitions this year, uh, you know, this season, and only seven wins. Uh, in the last year, it's hard to believe. Andy, did you think they were under any threat of going down? Well, you always are if you're second bottom, but was this on your radar? They're, no, uh, they're that type of team where they hover around the, the bottom edges. I mean, obviously, their they're pinnacle a couple of years ago when they finished in the top six, when they had Reagan, Charles Cook, when they had Hungbo, they had a couple of goal scorers that can make all the difference. I spoke to Malky at the start of the season and I think he was happy with what he had certainly from uh, from middle to front. He's got a number of good options there. Jordan White, uh, Brophy. Um, he's, got, he's got others there that were capable of getting a goal or two. And I mean, it's really tight down at the bottom. I have um, absolutely no doubt that Malky would have kept him up and I know that the stats uh, might tell a different story, you know, in the last year or so where the... You know, they haven't won a lot of games. They've lost a, a hell of a lot of games. But um, I, I think with his management, it enabled them to stay up last season because had Malky Mackay been in charge of Partick Thistle, Partick Thistle would be in the top flight. Right. It was the yep. way he he uh, made the changes from the bench and uh, I thought it looked... Uh, I thought it was a, a good effort from him. Just watching what's happened a moment ago. Still nil, nil of course. But Nathan Patterson, was that a push? Yeah, it was a very innocuous... Um, he's almost caught the boy in his face with, it, with his hand. But in, in the modern era, obviously, with VR, there's always that worry until the, the game's replayed that someone might have a second look at it. But uh, very soft and thankfully the refs um, played on. But just just on the Malky one, that, that Patrick Thistle game... I, I mean, Malky's an ex-manager of mine. Um, he took me down to England. I, th I think really highly of him as a manager. But when I was sitting watching the Ross County versus Patrick Thistle game, when Patrick Thistle were, were, were up by the three goals, I'm thinking Malky's going to lose his job here. Mm -hmm. yep. um, Roy McGregor's not going to want to um, be back in the Championship with the, the money he's put into it and trying to build him as a, a Highland League, a Highland team in the, the Premier League. He's going to lose his job. Then when they, they have that miracle turnaround, you think, all right, go on then. Kick, kick on, on from here yep. Roy's backed him and he, and he spent a bit of money he brought in Eamon Brophy and Jay Henderson for money from St Mirren and he's probably looking at it having lost to St Johnston and where St Johnston they've just the recovery with uh, appointing Craig Levine and um, they've just come back into the, the picture they've, they've come off the bottom and I think it's just maybe the timing and Roy McGregor thinking I just don't want that another season like the Partick one and going to St Johnson and losing was a bad one for him 
Who's going to be the next manager? We're missing nothing just now. I want to ask you that in a moment, Andy. But here comes Scotland coming forward. Is that a dive? Is that a push? Referee says play on Scotland playing in Tbilisi, which I'm hearing is a great city now. You've got some family over there with your brother playing. What, what's the intel just now? What are they saying about Tbilisi? Yeah, I mean, I think Eastern European cities have come a long way. I think, obviously, when I was growing up, you, you, you heard stories. Andy told us one yeah. off air. Um, and you hear bad things but I think they've come a long way and I mean he's did a lot of drinking alcohol my dad since Monday but he, he's, he's been raving about the city and Good. what it has yep. to offer so uh, I'm, I'm hope the Tartan Army have enjoyed their week we we, we played there with Celtic in what 94, yeah. 95 I think and uh, I mean we had to sleep in our tracksuits in really? the hotel yep. because it just wasn't not what you'd expect it wasn't it, what you would expect sure. I mean it wasn't even two stars and you could hear some shelling in the background with mm. some you know, uh, some trouble that was over there yeah. at the time, and there were various animals roaming the, the the streets. And when we got to the ground, it was it was pretty palatial. You know, it was a massive uh, yeah. dressing room. You know, you were well looked after in that regard. And um, yeah, all of these are just experiences, football experiences. Actually, it's a, a I regard it as a privilege going to these places, whether they're five star or you know whether you're you're up against it a little bit but uh, great to play over there It's the Go Radio Football Show Paul Cooney with Global Energy in the company of Stephen McGinn and Andy Walker on the bench for Scotland and it's nil-nil after ten and a half minutes uh, Robbie McCrory of course and Liam Kelly the goalkeepers Tony Ralston Josh Doig who was called up from the under-21s Liam Cooper Lauren Shankland called in of course as well after Shea Adams had to withdraw through injury Jack Henry Stuart Armstrong Jacob Brown Lewis Ferguson Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean thought maybe Lewis Ferguson would start or is this just the what do you think Stephen I, I feel so sorry for him um, he, he, he probably can't do any more than he's doing yeah. at club level uh, playing at the top of his game come on leaps and bounds um, Bologna's best player but w- when you do look I mean um, I know I'm brotherly biased but when you, you do look at that midfield they're also playing at high level um, sure. you've got the yeah. Celtic captain there as I say Man United's talisman at the minute Ryan Christie's playing well and he, I think he more acquitted to play the left wing position than maybe Leos Ferguson but he is quite hard done to and he's probably just waiting so patiently for the for a minor injury to get his chance. I think maybe because there's still a, a, a chance, maybe an outside chance that we could still top the group, yeah. you still want to have a lot of experience in your team. Yeah. I, I think it's unlikely. I think Spain will, will probably top the group but... It might make a difference to to Scotland when we get the draw in a couple of weeks for the actual tournament if we were to top uh, our qualifying group. I don't know if it's silly season just now, but every day you get a new name of someone playing in England who might play for Scotland. And the latest one is Anthony Gordon from Newcastle. Tony Gordon. Was he not the guy in Coronation Street? Was he not the baddie? (laughs) Remember that 10 years ago? I don't know about that, but he was involved in that uh, goal that uh, people are still talking about. even even now, and it was a few weeks ago. Mm. But yeah, I think all of these you have to explore the possibility of whatever is it down to your 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 grandparent rule. Right. If yeah. if there is yeah. some sort of qualification there, then you know I think it's within Stevie Clark's remit to explore anyone who might be able to give us a helping hand. Stephen, if you were Stephen Clark, would you have him? If you were Steve Clark, if if oh, Anthony yeah. Gordon oh, yeah. was available, yeah, yeah, of course you would. Yeah, yeah. he's playing. I mean, he's Newcastle's best player at the minute. 
But the thing is, with this system as, as well, with obviously Kieran Tierney, Kearney, you can never, uh, as much as totally respect him as a player and, and what he puts into to his game, you can never expect Kieran Tierney to be fit, unfortunately. So this is something Steve Clark's having a look at tonight, the, the four at the back. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, you, the automatic thing you think of is with no wide players, with no pace out wide. And the names over the last year or two that we mentioned, um, Anthony Gordon now, mm-hmm. Harvey Barnes, Elliot yeah. Anderson, mm-hmm. all at Newcastle. Um, I mean, there's only two slots to play at Newcastle. Mm-hmm. So they all can't fit in there, never yeah. mind England. So it'd be nice if one of them could come and help us and, and be part of the Euro squad next summer. Andy, you on Sky see a lot of English football commentate on loads of them. Yeah. Good stuff at the weekend there, the Liverpool game. What do you make of Anthony Gordon? It's a huge name, huge signing. They were so pleased to get him. Yep. Um, I mean, uh, the Everton fans uh, don't like him for making the move. I yep. mean, he's he, I, I think he's got great ability. If, if there was any chance of him getting involved in Scotland, you would... Uh, yeah. You would absolutely look look at it. He would make us a better team. He would give us another option. And I think sometimes when you're in the dressing room, I don't know what Stephen thinks, but when you bring in quality, it sometimes it makes you, you know, sit up and take yeah. notice. I, I need to improve. I, I I want my teammate, my new teammate that I really rate. I want him to think I'm a decent player too. And you uh, you raise your game accordingly. How's it going so far, Stephen? Fifteen minutes gone, almost nil nil. Yeah, well, it's a very competitive game. The Georgians have come back into it a bit. Um, very physical, they're moving it about as well. So not a lot happening other than a, a fight for possession in the middle of the park. But as an away performance, as away performances go, it's been a decent start. We look quite comfortable out there. So I don't think Steve Clark would be too disappointed. On Steve Clark, Andy, when you think about it, fifty I almost said caps fifty games in charge as Georgia got a great chance. In fact the ball is in the back of the net. Fifteen minutes. Looks as though they've gone one up and it's Cavarcelia. I said they wouldn't be too disappointed. Yeah. They'd be disappointed now. I think it's the first time Georgia have been in the box. Um, the cross comes in too easily and Kivaric Sheila gets across his man and it seems to go in quite easily. Andy, they cut through, is there? Yeah, and he's he's got a bit of quality. He yeah. plays for Napoli and um you know that's a brilliant start for the home side, exactly what we didn't uh, want. And the last thing we want to get involved in is a habit of losing games. Mm. We've got so many good players. It was just out of the reach of Greg Taylor and then the ball into the front post, again just out of reach of McTominay who's trying to get the block in. And Xander Clark is beaten at his near post, but um, he's so, f- I mean, he's almost, what, six, five, six yards out. It's always going to be difficult. You'll see the goalkeeper's position here. I don't know, maybe Xander Clark in top form, he might be able to keep that out. Uh, that That's sometimes the, the difference. I, th- I think a top-class goalkeeper saves it. But I think, and, and I also think at the very top level, which this is, Ryan Porteous is expecting Greg Taylor to cut out the pass. When he doesn't cut out the pass, he's just behind him. And, and he realises very early that he's behind his, his man. But he just can't recover in time. And, and it's, a, it's a good finish from the Georgian player. It's a good ball, isn't it, from Kakabadze, who cut through there. But I was about to ask you about the goalkeeping position. As we see, your brother John was uh, knocked off the ball there, just holding his back. Um, but we see the Georgian fans well, celebrating. We, we do have to give these goalkeepers uh, a bit of game time. Yeah. If we're not going, we're our number one goalkeeper. What do we have in reserve? And, you know, Angus Gunn uh, came in and uh, I think he looked the part. But if he's not playing, we, we are so used to 
Craig Gordon, Alan McGregor, David Marshall, all of those goalkeepers have been really outstanding. Angus Gunn is the, the, the number one just now, but you uh, you absolutely need to know what you've got in reserve. And I just think Xander Clark uh, on top form would probably keep that out. Which he probably, he would admit probably, yeah. that he hasn't been. Nor has Liam Kelly at Motherwell. We know it. He's not having yeah. a great season, Liam. Not, I, I yeah. know he's a, he's a fine goalkeeper, yeah, but sure. this is not his best season. Yeah, I think Angus Gunn solved a major problem for us when he, when he declared they, they would come up and play. And he's been great, um, as Andy said, for, for a long, long time. I mean, it was like, look how good the goalkeeping situation is on the bench, never mind who's playing. And we've got two goalkeepers competing to play for Scotland tonight that I think both, and neither are having a good season. When I mean, you think of the levels of hit in the Premier League. Um, and I think even now, with Xander Clark um, at Hearts, he's probably going to come under a lot of pressure from Craig Gordon in the coming weeks now that he's back sure. fit um, with the type of season he's having. So um, thankfully, Ang- Angus Gunn will be available for the next camp because he- he's been a huge player for us. Forgive me for laughing, mm. Stephen, but your brother wasn't happy with that challenge earlier on the... I think it was the base of his... <laughs> He's spine and he was giving the referee a yep. bit of stick. It's a big uh, surface yeah. area, right enough. <laughs> <laughs> See, Shengelia has gone down. Yeah, John was not happy there. We're just seeing, well, we're seeing the goal again. Andy, I, when I, you I, see it, they're doing the, the, the baby, baby celebration. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the only place you can put it. Mm. I, I know you, you don't want your goalkeepers guessing, but it, it, it's the only place you can beat them and uh, quite a soft goal to lose. Chance for Scotland up at the other end. 19 minutes gone. Georgia won. Scotland nil. We know we're through, but Andy, this would be great if we can um, fight back immediately after the goal there in 15 minutes. Yeah, always interested to see what we do with uh, with set pieces. I mean, earlier on, Stephen was telling you about the, the one that was obviously planned off the training ground and uh, McTominay it was who had a, an attempt at goal. It was over the bar. That one there was played short. And, you know, again, going back to that Man City game that I did two weeks ago, they had a dozen corners, Paul, and every single corner was played short and they they just do possession. They don't throw anything into the box at all. And it's just a, just a different way of playing. They didn't mix it up once. Everyone was... Uh, was played short and then they just have various angles for the man in possession they're probably the best club team in the world aren't they was that a chance there for Billy Gilmer and is there a claim for a handball Stephen no not at all Billy Gilmer did this, have a chance this Scotland captain is losing his rag <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going on yeah he's, he's quite frustrated John uh, getting himself into a needless fight and I think it's it's probably a show of frustration in terms of the first, as we say, the first 10-15 minutes are almost um, an ideal way to start a trick in away game and, and all of a sudden they find themselves 1-0 down. So it's just pure frustration. We need to cut that out. There was a hand up there though. I'm in McGinn's camp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the McGinn's as camp in John, as well. no, no, He's been a bit uh, harsh on his wee brother there. Do you not think so? Right yeah. in his corner. Um, and I, I think sometimes yeah. that can be a good yeah. thing, Paul. You're, Absolutely. You're annoyed, you're shouting at the ref, you're shouting at the opposition, you're yeah. one down. It can give you a little spark. It yeah. can give your teammates a little spark as yeah. well. Don't give us that Napoli stuff there from Cavard. <laughs> Hel- it's hellier. If only I could say it. I'm I'm John McGinn, the Villa captain. Just, they're so, a team that yeah. don't give much away and they yeah. pride themselves in their, their organisation and... Um, it, it will annoy them I think it will really annoy them it will really annoy Steve okay. Clark how easy they, they, they conceded the goal but as Andy says maybe not the worst thing to, to get this side going 
for sure, because it certainly, uh, hopefully, will liven them up. I was about to say, Andy, there's not many managers who have 50 games um, as an international boss. And the names we mentioned there, of course, not least Jockstein, who had, I think, 63 games, the it's, second most ever. Yeah, yeah, best of them all, especially when you uh, you relate to club football. You've obviously got Alex Ferguson, who's yeah. right up there uh, as well. But... Um, even the success that Craig Brown and Andy Roxburgh mm-hmm, had yep. and, you know, not uh, outstanding playing careers there, but uh, it is great to see a Scotland manager who has managed to get us to back-to-back uh, European tournaments. And uh, the next thing, of course, for us is to try and get to a World Cup, to try and make it a regular occurrence. As it was for me as a young boy growing up, I, I saw Scotland in pretty much uh, four, five World Cups on the spin. What's the first one you remember? It would be 78? 74. Do you remember 74? Yeah, Germany. Just, uh, West Germany as yeah, it was. Yeah, and there are, I think, was there only Lorimer. eight teams in it at that eight. time? Was it? Yeah. So it was just the oh. top two who finished and you played semi-finals. And of course it's grown to an astonishing level now. But um, yeah, I can remember us all gathering around the, the telly to watch uh, uh, the games in Germany. Andy Walker was posh. You know, they had a telly. <laughs> I was at school Colour as well telly. in those days. But I do remember uh, 74, the World Cup, and then 78, Argentina, 82 in Spain, 86, Mexico, yeah, uh, 90, Italia. Then we missed out in 94 and then in 98, 98 back yeah. in France. That was the first one. 94 was the first one I remember. You remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just I remember Italian football when that was the, the, the big league. That was yeah. uh, all the superstars and... Yeah. It was gutted when Baggio missed his penalty. Indeed, as Scotland come forward there. We're a goal down in Tbilisi. Georgia won, Scotland nil. The goal coming in 15 minutes. But it's going to be a throw-in. So let's take a quick break and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Reduce your energy bills with the latest renewable energy products. Let's go! Scotland are trailing 1-0 against Georgia in Tbilisi. This is Paul Cooney with the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy in the presence of former Scotland international Andy Walker and the Falkirk captain Stephen McGinn. Stephen, what are you thinking? Did we miss anything during the, the break there? Yeah, we're very, very lucky not to be too behind. Uh, believe it or not, Lyndon Dykes with a almost goal line cl- clearance to stop it going 2-0 to Georgia. So... I think I think we need to rediscover our composure, start knocking it about because the Georgians are really growing into the game. Andy, what are you saying? Yeah, they're just happy to sit back and hit us on the break. And I've got to say their penetration has been good. They've got down the right hand side a couple of times. We're in behind here. That that looked like a clear foul outside the box on Lyndon Dykes. Have we been given it? I can't believe we've not been given that foul. That was a clear foul in my book, Stephen. That that's that's a, the old argument when people speak about diving. Lyndon Dykes goes down there it's a yellow card and a free kick to Scotland yeah. and they're really d- dangerous because he stays on his feet and he tries to play the ball the free yeah. kick's not given now Scotland get a throw in um, and, and that's why you t- that's why managers tell players just go down you feel contact yeah. go down everyone says we hate it in the game but it's, it's why you need to go down it's but professional yeah. honestly it is yeah. it, you've always said that I know. I've always yep. said that yep. and I know yep. some people find it really distasteful mm. and I accept it I'm not asking anyone to agree with mm. it but it was the game that I played. There were a few times I could have stayed on my feet and I thought, no, I'm going down because I think this is a foul. Does the referee think it's a foul? And sometimes he did and and, and I would get it. Stephen, there's just been a foul on your brother. So the Scotland captain, so it's going to be a free kick to Scotland. So there's Billy Gilmer just over the ball, 28 minutes gone. I mean, we are competitive. 
but I think we're a wee bit, just a wee bit too exposed at the back. If we could get an equaliser, that would give us a, a right good boost before half time. Billy Kilmer, great on the ball, isn't he? So watch for this one to a oh, good chance there, but it's gone past the post. Was that Dykes there? Or yeah. yeah, who was up? Andy? He, it was a glanced yeah. header. If he got his full head on it, he's got a much better chance of scoring. He makes a good run. I think he's up high enough to guide it wherever he wants and he tries to go for the far post. A full head and he's got a much better chance of scoring. But a big threat from set pieces. And I think, as Andy says, Georgia, sitting so deep and we don't have a Anthony Gordon or Harvey Barnes that can he can get the ball out wide and open it up. We're going to have to... Um, it might might take a set piece to, to get this goal. And uh, as I say, they're very good at... And then that's the frustration with the ref not giving that fill on Lyndon Dykes. Why does he need to go down to give Scotland the opportunity to put the ball in the box? What about McCausland at the weekend then, Andy? Are you saying that if that was you, you'd have done the same I, thing? I don't, I don't blame him for yeah. going down in the box. I mean, it was, I've got to say, it was a really poor attempt, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. to, to get the penalty. There was, I don't know if even there was any contact. He was on his way down. But the, the astonishing thing is that uh, VAR didn't correct it. And, uh, you know, when you've got a second chance to look at it, truly remarkable decision. It does baffle yeah, you. Yeah, I, th- I think he's just... I mean, I expected there to be contact. When I watched it back, I, I expected there to be contact. But the goalkeeper's pulled out. McCausland expecting the contact and it's not came. And I don't think he'd be... I don't think he'd even argue back if he'd been booked for diving. Um, yeah. couldn't, couldn't believe that uh, it was given. But I, I found the decisions in the game odd. I found it strange that yeah. the referee would be asked to have a look at the offside. Um, I found it strange the penalty was given. I found it strange that Rangers' second goal... That was for the foul wasn't given. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't think that was a foul. So I just found the decisions very strange. Nothing yeah. in it on Seema, wasn't it? They, they gave I it didn't think there was anything yeah. in it. And uh, just to describe in general the level of performance, both on and off the pitch, of officiating, just very odd. Very odd. Right. So you wouldn't quite go as far as De Zerbe who says he doesn't like 80% of the referees <laughs> in England. But very odd it is. I think we're getting in the mire here. You see, yesterday well, we're talking we've, about we've got, an ob- we've got an obsession with getting everything right, right. Paul. And I would just say, why? Why do we want to get everything right? I'm listening to Howard Webb the other night and he's saying this is a mistake. Uh, that's correct. And I'm thinking that's only in your opinion. Yeah. I think if we can get back to the authority of the referee in the middle of the park... I think we would be served a, a lot better. We should only be looking at these outrageous decisions and uh, you know helping the referee in that, that regard. Um, we spoke last week about let's get rid of VAR and in the first televised game you watch that weekend, Livingston versus Rangers, in the first three calls in the first half, major calls in the game you, you think are wrong. And I... And I I, as I say, I've I've had respect for referees. Always, not always. I mean, You've never I, been sent off. I've never kind of overstepped the mark with referees. Always tried to respect what a tough job it is. But when you're watching his back, you think, why does he need to be sent over to look at that offside? Yeah. It's, it's clear. There's fans in the stadium, as we as we spoke about, waiting an extra five minutes. Thing maybe as a goal. Mm-hmm. You're watching on the TV. Within ten seconds, you say, "Oh, there's no way that can be given." Let's let's play on, and it just it's very puzzling. The clue was there from the beginning when they put so many people in, in the VAR truck or whatever it is, you know, the HQ. If you give people a job, they'll want to do it as well as they can, but they'll want to be part of it. They won't want yeah. to sit and take yeah, the listen, money and listen do nothing. To me. Yeah, listen and to Andy, me because I've got an opinion, yeah, and it's human nature. And yep. then there's ego and all the rest of it. It's a mistake. 
Too many cooks. There's absolutely no question. You made a great point that you said, although it's exact, you know, it's it's up. Most things are subjective. Most yeah. things. We, I mean, we need to get everything right. And yeah. whose opinion? Yeah, I mean, the sure. laws of the game tell you, in the opinion of the referee, mm. that that should be changed. In the opinion of a various committee, because you've got a referee, you've yeah. got a VAR, you've got an assistant VAR, and it's just too much. Bit of a gravy train as well. Although we need referees, we absolutely do respect the, the referees. The, and who uh, would be a referee? But we're hearing more and more that yeah. from the referees um, after obviously that program Howard Webb that was on you hear the communication as it goes all going in yeah. why can't that just be played live like the rugby sure. and then the fans that have paid their money to get to the stadium to go into the ground they are kept up to date with maybe even a toilet break right the decision is not going to be made for another couple of minutes I'll yeah, dive down sure. get a pie in Bovril um, instead of actually just standing there waiting thinking the, the decision could happen at any time here See the number of injuries. Do you think, is there a correlation with the fact that players now stand about for three, four, five minutes? It was Ross in LA who said it last night. He said, do you think that's part of it? The well, players... I, know that, I know that the managers and coaches don't like it because I was at a game at Motherwell, it wasn't at the weekend, it was one before that, what was that? It was Motherwell-Aberdeen. Mm -hmm. It was a midweek game and they came out for the second half. They were literally ready to kick off every player. Yeah. They were all in their positions. And there was a problem with the communication Sorry, from VAR to the referee and it resulted in, I'd say between five and ten minutes. And when you've been sitting down for 15 minutes and you're good to go again, to wait another five minutes, all, all the fitness guys will tell you this is far from ideal. So um, I think yep. I think the answer is yes, it's, it will contribute to funny, a few niggling injuries. The game I was at, um, Samirin v Hibs last week, because... I've always where I've where, I the, club, game, aye. where the crowd uh, the club have allowed me I've always changed my top at half time just because yep. it's very sweaty sometimes it's been raining you're sitting there listening to manager and you can get very cold so first thing I always do if I'm yep. out take my strip off but you can't take everything off yep. and I was thinking sometimes some of these second halves it was a bitterly cold night yep. as Andy will back up but it was very cold and it's, sometimes you start the second half so you think I'm a wee bit cold here and to get going yep. Within 30 seconds of the second half, there's a VAR stop for a penalty, and I'm thinking, yeah. I would have hated that. Yeah. Standing out yep. there, your, your, your shorts have maybe been wet with sweat in the first half, you're starting to get cold again. I would have hated that. But it's part of the game now, isn't it? Unless we can get rid of it at some point. 34 minutes gone in Tbilisi, Georgia 1, Scotland 0. Andy, um, have we missed much in the last few minutes? No, we're, I, I think we still look dangerous. We're getting, uh, we're getting forward. We're getting men forward. We're getting balls into the box. We've got another corner here. Um, we had one where it was taken short. We've gone short again. And um, we, we just need a better quality delivery into the box because we've got a fair bit of height there. You know, McKenna, Porteous, McTominay, Dykes. And Dykes has had maybe our best chance with a glancing header that, that he put wide. So a bit surprised that the last two corners uh, have been taken short. They're quite physical, aren't they? Oh, they're no mugs. Yeah. I mean, you, you can tell they're used to playing against mm -hmm. good teams or very well organised. They look as if they enjoy defending. Mm -hmm. And that first time you, you switch off, it can go up to the front boys and, and they're right onto you. So absolutely I mean and that's why when you look at the fixture list at the start it was such a tricky one and why it's such a pat in the back that we've got this job done before we had to go there yeah thank goodness we're not there needing a win tonight that's not to say we might not win I was going to ask you at five what you think the scoreline would be well I was going to go with a draw 1-1 yes. one, one, yeah. um, because I do think it is a difficult venue Georgia are a, yeah. a decent side and 
we've maybe not got the relationships that we've had in the earlier uh, part of the group. It's certainly not our strongest um, 11. So I, I thought a 1-1 draw would have been decent. Stephen, what was your thinking pre-match? Well, I said he's yeah. in the office. Yeah. I actually thought Georgia would win. Yeah. I thought with the circumstances around it, I mean, the Georgian players were very upset at Hamden. Let's not be kidding. They were... Yeah getting made to play that game and everything, so everything kind of yeah. favoured us that night and yeah. and I always fe felt going back there that they're they're going to have that wee bit of ammunition up their sleeve that wait till we get them back in Georgia and to go there without your goalkeeper without Andy Robertson without Kieran Tierney without Shea Adams all these guys that are huge players Aaron Hickey huge players for with the with the change and and the type of game it is with how tricky I just thought it, uh, Georgia might edge it yeah injuries could be a problem we hope that's not going to be the case. We were quite lucky, weren't we? You know, during the qualification for this tournament, luckily they've come in later. You know, with Kieran Tierney and then Andy Robertson the last time. But you can imagine it at the at the business end of the of the season domestically will be when you're desperate to play in a major tournament. Yeah, and I think that's why all the chat is happening about um, these guys like um, Anthony, Anthony Gordon, Gordon yeah. Ben Doak. Yeah, I think all these because I do think we need to be. We, we need to have a plan B. I think our plan A is great. Steve Clark has us so organised and we we produce big performances. But when we have one or two missing, we do have a big drop-off, in my opinion. Sorry, yeah. We thought you might see Ben Doak. Yeah, I was doing the Liverpool game at the weekend and when they went to 3-0, I thought, right, that's an opportunity now to turn to your bench and get some of your big players off, which Jurgen Klopp did do. But he brought on his big players. He brought on uh, Luis Diaz. He brought on Harvey Elliott. And then he brought on a young lad who's even younger, than Ben Doak so it just shows you how difficult it is for someone like Ben Doak to get uh, a bit of game time I think we in Scotland are all hoping that he can get enough game time for uh, Stevie Clark to possibly consider him as mm -hmm. Uh, you know, someone that we might take to Germany next summer. Even the scorer, Kvarit Skellia, has gone down as if he's been shot. Am I being a bit unfair being partisan, being a Scot? Yellow or, card yeah. for Ryan Christie. Yeah. With some tackle. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think, I think we expect to see him back in the game. But just on that, I mean, um, financially and, and the chance to work with Jurgen Klopp, um, Ben Doak decided that was the best thing for his career. He'll get Jota going to Saudi Arabia the money he's getting but just from a purely football point of view it would have been great to see Ben Doak um, breaking through at Celtic and getting his 50 to 100 games in before he then moves on to Liverpool because I mean how do you displace Mo Salah I mean yeah. you think of that as his position um, well you saw him coming on at the start of the season Stephen yeah. and Salah was raging furious yeah. worse than that <laughs> yeah. Andy what do you think of that tackle there by Ryan Christie I'll tell you in the old days that had been a great tackle in the old yeah. days it's great things are so different now but uh, yet again Georgia have got uh, a free kick which they have wasted I, I think it's a a good game it's been played yeah. with uh, you know it, it's a wee bit feisty mm -hmm. as Stephen said they they probably feel really hard done by from the, the time in Glasgow when the those conditions uh, that we well, in their mind, we probably forced upon them to, to get the game finished. But, um, yeah, it was one of those games. That it was a vital three points because the, the the Georgians can be really dangerous opponents. And remember, we were talking, we might have to play the game the next day yeah. at your old ground. Well, you know, at the yeah, but, I mean, it was a long night. I think the game lasted about five hours <laughs> all in. And uh, the Georgian players were booed off the Tartan Army for about four hours of them. So they, they did look quite upset with the reaction of Scottish fans because they they didn't feel as if it was their fault. They felt the right thing to do was to postpone the game. 
which is within their right um, and they ended up what was seen as a huge game in, in terms of qualification suited us on the night in terms of being the home team being used to the, the, the weather and we got our three points but they, they were pretty upset by it Andy you've just spotted on Sky there yeah, the just women's no, game uh, yeah. sorry I'd spotted sorry, yeah. that uh, no problems for Spain they are 3 nil up they're playing Cyprus tonight away from home and um, you know 40 minutes gone and they're already three goals to the good I thought you'd spotted in the women's game the Sky Sports Cup and it's Celtic Rangers oh, the draw. and yeah the draw and it's Hibs against Partick Thistle I know that because I can see the strips there. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy, you've worn yeah. all the strips. I've worn have. all those Every strips. One of them. Uh, I read uh, yeah. really good time at Hibs. Yeah. I came up from our old club, uh, Sheffield United, uh, under Jim Duffy for, for a few months. It was really good. I think everyone wanted to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Walker, Stephen again, Paul Cooney. Just five minutes to go. Here we go. Here's the equaliser. No, Here comes not. Scotland. Not balls out. Nathan play. Parson yep. doing so well, carrying the mm. ball. That's something I think he's really good at. He can carry the ball a, a, a fair distance. His end product there is not good. He's, he's similar on the right to the way that Ryan Christie is on the left. He can. These guys can carry the ball a, a long way. As St Stephen says, we don't have a, a great deal of pace in the team, but if you've got players that can carry it. 30, 40, 50 yards it takes you into the attacking uh, third of the pitch Still 1-0 Georgia The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Reduce your energy bills with the latest renewable energy products Let's go Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Georgia 1, Scotland 0 What's the latest? Andy Walker in Tbilisi well, we're heading to half time. A few minutes. I don't know how many, how much added time there's going to be, but it looks as though we're getting at half time uh, a goal down. I've enjoyed the game. I've enjoyed the competitive nature of it. We're up against a, a decent side mm. who are who are obviously uh, really keen to put up a good performance, and this will be a real test for us in the second half. I wonder whether Stevie Clark will turn to his bench and and look for a little bit of a spark. We'd want to get. We don't want to lose another one, Stephen. Stating the obvious, if we could score, there's three minutes being added on. Yeah, and we've had a bit more territory in in, in the Georgian's final third in the last five ten minutes. But every time we make contact with their their team, they're buying fouls, they're staying down. The frustration, even with within that, is only three minutes been added when you think they've had three or four different yeah. long stoppages. So it it's going to be a really frustrating um, second half if we can't get that equaliser. Um, they, as I said, the, the old dark arts where they're using anything to stop the game, break up our, our play, because they know we've got good players. So it is going to take a bit of magic from someone. Andy, I know you're nearer the Trongate than you are. Tbilisi, I said you were there. We're watching it, of course, on Viaplay tonight. What's the news? Spain, another goal. Yeah, Spain are yep. three up, three. I think, yep. against uh, Cyprus. So they are skating the group. I mean, after a difficult yep. start for them, they've really... They've really come to the fore. I mean, we thoroughly deserved the three points against them in the early part of the group that really gave us all a bit of belief that we could do something, but they've recovered well. And Norway have got a friendly just now, Stephen, as you know. They're two up at the moment. No sign of Haaland scoring, so maybe they're not playing at the moment. They might give him a run out at some point. I mean, he is phenomenal. We'll talk about him later or in the coming days. The game on Sunday, 7.45, but here comes Scotland. A chance down the right. Ball played into the box but not a brilliant ball and it's uh, played away yeah, by Yeah, but it was them. clever. It was, yep. um, we yep. speak about uh, Georgia, they're organised, they're um, going to be hard to break down. It was just something different from Nathan Patterson going with a low cross through the legs and 
as I said, it's going to take maybe a bit of cleverness, a bit of magic from someone to, to open this up because they don't look as if they're the type of team that give much away. No, they don't. We've played two minutes of the injury time, just three minutes. As Andy mentioned, you would expect in the modern game more added on because of the fouls that they've been and the delays as Scotland come forward again, Andy, down the left. Yeah, it's Mc, McTominay who's always looked really dangerous for us. What a player he's been in this uh, qualifying campaign. His goals have been outstanding. And um, he, he's he's not had uh, a lot of luck tonight. He's been in a couple of good positions. He had an effort from a, a corner earlier in the game that was over the bar. But it looks as though we're going to go in one down and uh, time for us to regroup. We've got better than the last 10 or 15 minutes, Andy, would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We're comfortable in the ball, but by the same token, Georgia are happy to to sit back. They will also want to regroup, get in at half-time, be a goal in front and see how they can possibly add to it in the second half as the half-time whistle goes. Georgia won, Scotland nil. That goal coming in, what, 15 minutes? And it's Kvara Skelia, the... Napoli superstar and he is Andy isn't he they reckon that he'll go even further yeah they've got uh, guys at uh, Napoli and Ajax yeah. they've got a teammate Orion uh, Porteous at Watford um, so they've got they've got players that are playing at a, a really good level Stephen half time we're going to talk about if there'll be some changes do you think there will be we'll go through the possible changes he might make for the second half or do you think he'll give it I, 60 minutes I, I don't think there'll be any great panic from Steve Clark. I think I mean this, this is a type of game in a long drought from not getting to tournaments this was the type of game we, we've always lost um, but we've got a, a bit of trust in this team they, they've showed us before that they can dig deep um, I think there's been a better performance for, uh, in the first half than it was maybe in the first half in Norway I, th I thought we were quite poor on that night and what, what was one of our most famous nights so as a, a team that can come back um, the problem is we are a bit depleted in the bench you, you look at guys like Ryan Christie and if everyone's fit could he be coming off the bench so we are a bit depleted and it might take a we, we spoke about Norway a Kenny McLean coming off the bench a Lewis Ferguson that can bring us something different Yep, Kenny McLean, when you think back, seems ages ago, doesn't it? But came out of nowhere, came out, and uh, well, that the rest was, was history. Oh, that yep. was the result that really turned yep. the group on its head and gave us, well, put us in pole position. Uh, a wonderful result, uh, going there, getting all three points and what should have been a, a really difficult venue when I think we would all have taken, uh, you know, a point before the game. But um Wonder if Lauren Shankland might get a bit of game time. Saw him last weekend at Fir Park against Muddle. He got a couple of goals. How's he looking? I thought he looked really sharp. Yep. His game outside the box, I think, has just improved enormously. So, But when you get goals, that's what makes the difference. I mean, Motherwell uh, managed to pull one back late on, but it was Shankland's goals that ensured that Hearts got all three points. I wonder if, uh, you know, given the form that he's in, I wonder if Stevie Clark might uh, might throw him on at some point in the second half. Stephen, could you see? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, with my mother well head on, you, you watched the highlights that night and spoke to Paul and he said hearts were, hearts were good, thoroughly deserved a win and, and he spoke about Long, Long Shankland being the difference and you just look, at, I know Rangers accounts came out over the last few yeah. days and you, the, the spending over the summer that happened and you just think, imagine they'd bought him instead of um, Cyril Dessers. Mm. I don't think that Celtic would be five or eight points clear however you look at it in terms no. of the game I don't think they'd be that, that clear I think Lon Shankland would have scored the goals to, to make it more competitive than it is at the minute so um, I think he's ready to, to, to make that next move I think it's one big move before he um, 
before he starts to wind down. He was the difference, but the other player who was the difference was Alec Lowry. He was he just gave you just gave you something different, you know. He gave you a pass, he gave you a bit of skill, he gave you a moment when he beat a man when you didn't expect him to get out of a of a tough situation. And in the uh, Lowry and Shankland were the, the match winners for Hearts. If I was one of the owners of Rangers, I'd be saying, wait a minute. Andy Walker and Stephen McGinn have just said, Alec Lowry, outstanding. He's a Rangers player. Why is he somewhere else? And also your point about Lauren Shanklin. We were banging on for two years. Why did Rangers or Celtic at the time not come in for Lauren Shanklin? They paid 4.8 million for Desers. And I'm not knocking the big guy. And he might come good, but 4.8 million. I'll go back to it, Paul. You, you'll remember that this was put to yeah. Michael Beale at some point, And he said, I don't see anyone in Scotland who's better than what I've got here. So he's perfectly entitled to his view, sure. but us having been here for a number of years and knowing what Lauren Shankland can do and the type of finishes that he can come up with. And I think even although it wasn't a remarkably successful time for him in Belgium, I think he improved as a player. I see a, a huge difference in his game outside the box. I think he's he's so determined to keep possession, not give anything away. And I, I just think he's a better player from having played abroad. Stephen, you've played against him, I would imagine. Lorne Shankland. Yeah, yeah, I've played against Lorne Shankland uh, numerous times. Um, he had a, a, a spell just after he left St Mirren where it wasn't really going for him. And it took dropping to League One with Air United to really get his career going again. And he's, he's really never looked back from then. What I, what I liked about um, the Alex Lowry stuff is Alex Lowry is still such a young player still getting his first exposure really to, to senior football and the, the game against Celtic recently at Tynecastle was so poor I mean he, he could hardly do anything right for doing it wrong um, but I just like that Stephen A. Smith just keep playing him uh, and you'll get your rewards because you'll have the game like Saturday where, where Andy said he was yep. one of the standouts and, and it's a thing I don't think there's enough young players playing in the league because it's such a cutthroat league is so, is so tight that these managers feel like they can't afford the bad performance and um, I remember when I was when I was breaking through I, I don't know what Andy I, I had more bad games than good games and I'm really thankful for Gus McPherson and Andy Millen Andy Millen especially who just kept pushing me saying look you're going to the, the bad games are going to get less there's a talent there just keep pushing it keep pushing it and it's something I think the, the, the top league in this country is lacking yeah I, I mean Playing at, trying to make a breakthrough at Motherwell I just wasn't ready the mm-hmm. pace of the game was too much I wasn't strong enough and thankfully I, w- I was given an opportunity there was a bit of patience shown a bit of patience and a bit of guidance in all honesty shown by uh, Tommy McLean Tom Forsyth and yep. um, yeah eventually you're given another opportunity and you, you, uh, you make it count and I'm just grateful for that good school that I was at we're just seeing the goal again in the 15th minute. The panel there, I was looking to see who it was and this guy with loads of hair. He, he didn't have it three yeah. years ago and he was still playing two years ago. Yeah, is Scott w- Brown on the panel there? Along you with wonder if where Scott is going to end up. Obviously, he had, a, I think, what looked like a successful debut in management down yeah. at uh, Fleetwood. Did well last season. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then I know that uh, the owner of the club has had some some legal challenges, so we sh- right. uh, shall we say, but yeah. um, that that yeah. resulted in Scott losing his job. But I'm sure he'll pitch up somewhere else. Maybe 
Maybe he's one who could be interested in that Ross County job, I don't know. Alan Hutton on as well, they're a fine player, wasn't he? What a career he had at Rangers, Tottenham, Aston Villa, and he's on there with Emma, who's arguably got the best job in broadcasting at the moment, apart from her job here. She's Isn't excellent, yeah. she's very good at uh, her job, Indeed. and yeah. uh, that's a couple of guys have got a lot of caps between them there. Sure have. Stephen, what are you thinking? See the point there about Alex Lowry, Laurie Shankland and all that. You would wonder if you were putting money into a football club and managers or recruitment or whatever get it so wrong. It's not rocket. Sometimes as you bring in people that normal people wouldn't think about or people who are not skilled in it, but sometimes it's the obvious. Unless, if, if, you're, if you can go out and get someone that's a lot better than, than a long sure. shank, like Michael Beale said, there's nobody better than who I'm signing. If they're a lot better, fair enough, you take a minute. But what if they're of equal talent or if Lauren Shanklin's slightly better? It's what they bring off the park as well in terms of knowing the league, what they bring to the dressing room, being local in terms of, I'm sure Lauren Shanklin's got a lot of Rangers fans and his family and the importance of doing well there and, uh, and everything. I, I would always, if, if, if it's not much in between ability-wise, I would always hope to go for the homegrown one. But although we, we always did say Alec Lowry should go away. He's not getting a game right. at Rangers, so you yeah. should... Go away, go on loan, show what you can do. So he's been given that opportunity. I think he's taken it. I thought he looked a, a bit of a standout uh, against a Motherwell team. You know, Blair Spittle's in there, Slattery's in there. And he, he, he just showed that he was uh, a really capable player. He's got a lot of skill. He's got a lot of confidence for a young lad and he, he can make things happen. Half time, cup of tea. News is next, then we're back. 1-0 for Georgia. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage and heat pumps. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. Teams are just back out for the second half. Scotland a goal down at half-time. And as you thought, we might make some changes. Two players coming on, Lewis Ferguson and Kenny McLean. Steve McGinn, Andy Walker. Stephen, do we know who's coming off? No, um, via player still scanning the Tartan Army enjoying their <laughs> uh, alcoholic beverages at half-time. But... Um, I, I didn't think he'd make it at half time I think he'd have gave them a 5-10 minute warning that old one up it in the second half I'm, I'm going to make subs um, but Steve Clark's not wasting any time um, probably knows how organised the Jordans are going to be and this is going to be a huge task to turn it around so just waiting to see Ryan Christie's the first one for Lewis Ferguson we just waiting to see the second OK Lewis Ferguson we thought he might start the game Andy what a chance for the Bologna star superstar is becoming yeah, Kenny McLean's on for Billy Gilmore and I'm excited about seeing Lewis Ferguson in a Scotland strip. He's done so many uh, good things with Bologna. He's made such an impact there. Um, if he can, um, you know, raise his game a little bit, start to do it on the international stage, there's no reason why he can't start a game for us next summer. And there's actually no reason why, you know, a much bigger club might not come in for him and, and make a make a special offer 
1-0 for Georgia at halftime. And Andy, you were looking at the via play stats in the first half, which, uh, well, one of them you mentioned surprised me. 62% possession we had. If you're looking at that, you're probably yep. hoping you could have done a bit more. Uh, but I thought, I, I think we have looked decent, not at our best, but uh, you've got to respect this opponent, Georgia. They've always been really, really tough for us. Mm. Uh, but the game's still alive. We can get back in this. What's your XG in the first half? <laughs> Is that what they say, the expected I, goals? I don't know about the XG, yeah. but I, I think we um, we can certainly compete with the Georgians on their own turf. We've, we've enjoyed enough of the ball. We just need to be better with the end product, I think. Stephen, what are you thinking then for the changes here? Yeah, well, it's like for Lake um, with Ferguson moving into the position behind Dykes and McTominay's moving back to Cal McGregor. It's the one thing, I mean, two brilliant footballers, Cal McGregor and, and Billy Gilmore, but I know he changed it up a bit um, after the England games in terms of moving McTominay back there. You do get a bit more physicality from McTominay in beside McGregor, so... Um, the, only, the only other surprise obviously Kenny McLean off the left but this game is going to take a bit of magic and Kenny McLean's got a lovely left foot Left foot. the, the, the biggest danger here is thinking that Georgia can't score again in the counter-attack they have showed a lot of um, promise in the counter-attack at times so it's the key, the key is to try and not throw the kitchen sink at it and leave ourselves exposed at the back Spain as we heard 3-0 up at half time there in Cyprus so I mean it looks as though they will top the group but if we win Tonight, or at least get a draw, then you know there's still that interest. The main thing is we're uncharted territory. We've never been in this position where we're through so early. But look, we're under pressure, Andy. Is that uh, a yeah? We want we want to yeah. see a good performance. Uh, so far, it's been okay. We want to see a big performance from Xander Clark to give us all a bit of belief that if we don't have a number one goalkeeper, we can turn to Xander Clark and uh, think, well, you know, we've got a bit of faith in him as well. He's been. He's been at a good level with, with Hearts and he's shown great ability with Hearts. But we need to be better in possession. We've certainly got enough of the ball to do a lot better. Well, the speculation for the last 24 hours, 36 hours is over. Fury against Usyk is happening February the 17th in Saudi. The undisputed champion of the world. All the belts are up there. Andy. You going? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Stephen, you like your boxing? Um, Who's going to win it? I'm not a I'm not a major boxing fan. I've started to go off it in the last few years in terms of you feel as if a boxing match is never really happening until they're both in the yeah, ring. Sure. Um, the amount of pull-offs and talk yeah, about sure. them. So when they actually happen, yeah, it's, it's a fight I'll definitely watch. And it's it's really hard. He's so charismatic, Tyson Fury, not to try and get behind them. I watched his documentary recently and. Um, such good TV so is it like at home with the McGinn's <laughs> not quite none. nobody's as funny as him it's a little bit of it Andy have you you've thought just come up with a whole new programme there, <laughs> that's right exactly at home with, hey it could be could be a, a McGinn's on Netflix all the McGinn's preparing for the Euros Andy any thought who would win Fury if he was at his best but he's out of shape at the moment isn't he but uh, yeah, a wee suspicion for Usyk so have you I'll okay. definitely watch I love the I love the box and especially at that level where it's can he get much higher than that? Scotland coming forward. Stephen McGinn, a chance edge of the box. Goal. It's a goal for Scotland. McTominay again. Jeez, oh, what a run he's having in this tournament. Magnificent striker of a ball. I mean, it wasn't his, his, his best goal for, for Scotland, but he found the angle. Stevie Clark looks oh. absolutely delighted. 
not, <laughs> no. You, you think no it's going to be a bar check or something? It, but why would it be? It seemed yeah. to it seemed to go in. It seemed almost too good to be true in terms of the way it went in, and the goalkeeper rooted the spot. But we spoke yeah. about it's going to need, need a wee bit of magic. And Kenny McLean's been introduced at half time. He's a clever footballer. He's picked up a great area. Um, he's rolled it to McTominay, and it seems to go in so easily if it's not taking a deflection. It's through his legs. I think it's gone through the legs of the defender, yeah. and yeah, the goalkeepers goalkeepers nowhere, but. That short pass at the edge of the box from Kenny McLean, that is the one where he can receive it in that position, turn, and it's such a delicate pass. It's a, it's a brilliant pass into the feet of McTominay, who's always going to get his shot away. So that's it. We're back in the game, 1-1. One, one. That's brilliant. Tartan Army, they're enjoying it. The Glengarrys are going up in the air, whatever they are. Uh, but 1-1 one, one at the moment. For. And the fans travel in big numbers, don't they? The Tartan Army are absolutely brilliant, Stephen. And uh, it's great you know, for them as well and for all of us. Yeah, I mean, the long spells have uh, not been rewarded for their support and yeah. their loyalty. So they're enjoying their moment. Of, um, this, as you said, we've seen this movie a, a million times. You go to a groundlet in Georgia, they score early and, and you end up losing the game. This team's got a bit of spirit about it. It's got a bit of fight and, and they can dig deep. And th that pass, Andy, speaking about the, the pass, it looks an easy five-yard pass, but honestly, there's so little space in the final third of any game. Um, those passes are the hardest passes to play in football, and um, you get clever players that can play them, and, and that's why he's playing at the level he's playing it. Was that a great goal? It doesn't matter. It's a goal. Was it a great goal, or was it? did he slough it slightly? It took the keeper by surprise. Yeah, I mean, I think if he fully catches it how he, he, he wants to, the goalkeeper's probably set in a better position yeah. to stop mm. it. He almost... Um, miss hits it through the legs and the, the goalkeeper just didn't react in time to, to save it but McTominay he's just having such a good GR um, qualification his numbers in the qualification are outrageous I, I don't know what you think Stephen I mean sometimes you can hit a ball too well too sweetly and it just goes I can. so straight <laughs> and you think I, I don't yeah. really want it to go straight yeah. I need it just to come off at a little bit of an yeah. angle to to give the goalkeeper a problem and I think that's that was that's what's happened in that it's a bit like that yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I hesitated I've got the tiny monitor over there so it just looked as though the keeper would get it or it would hit the side netting but no there it was placed in the, the fact they went through the yeah. goalkeeper's legs as well and he was pretty much just was he just inside the box um, so anyway we're, we're buying the game looking to win it now it's yeah. amazing to think when you think Steve Clark's 50th game for Scotland how many of those 50 games Scott McTominay was a recognised defender for us now he's come into this campaign um, as almost a talisman for goals and fair play to him he, he's he's never shied away from turning up for his country sometimes players at big clubs get accused of not putting everything into it he certainly does that for us Ten Hag could he take a chance play him up front for Man United they don't have a proven goal scorer have they who's on form at the moment no, yeah. I do think Hoyland will come good, come good. I, think, yeah, sure. I think he has uh, a, yeah. a goal scorer I think he's That's got fair. the ability sure. but Tough time for him at the moment. Mm. You need to live through that and keep putting yourself in the position. And I do think it will come good for him. So Jim Ratcliffe in there as well with what twenty five percent of it. So the changes already. Big the, box of that yeah, club everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. The chief executive is going the end of the year after what sixteen years. I'm not, I'm not one for um, shouting my mouth off to to get managers a sack. But when you think of the money Ten Hag spent, you think of the forwards he's got at his disposal in terms of Hoyland. Bruno Fernandes never struggled for goals. Marcus Rashford certainly never struggled for What's goals. What's happened to him this season? And you think, imagine an Ange Postecoglou, a Guardiola had the, some of those players. They certainly wouldn't struggle for goals. 
That's a great point, Stephen McGinn. Andy Walker, Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Thank you for making the switch. You'll miss nothing tonight. We've got Viaplay on, but we've got these two here who know football inside out and they're going to keep us right up to date. So 1-1 at the, the moment. changes have worked yeah. for us. You know, we've, we've been very competitive. What are we, eight minutes? Mm-hmm. Well, what a pass that is. Yep. I, I love that uh, disguise and firm pass that. Who uh, was the pass? Give us a clue, Jordan. Andy, on the radio. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's Valley. Yeah. Somebody yep. with a Valley at the end of it. Indeed. Yeah. So it's not in the telly. You're so used to being uh, on Sky there. Um, 54 minutes gone. And there's Lyndon Dykes, we just see there on camera. And he's also scored some a lot of good goals for us, isn't it? He's not the most fashionable of players. He's at QPR, not the most fashionable of clubs. But my goodness, where would we be with Gives you everything, eh? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good fit for both. I think he's stepped up for Scotland in a time where we've not got a top striker like these other countries. But it's also a good fit for him because I, I don't think there's a pressure on him to score goals. I think guys like McTominay, John, Christie, Kenny McLean, set pieces, all everyone else chips in with the goals and it takes off the pressure on being a, a goal scorer because I don't think he ever will be. No, McTominay, McGinn, they've scored so many goals for us, haven't they? Uh, yeah, not... but you need a focal point in attack, yeah. and I think he does get you. He allows you to get up the pitch. You know, you can play it to him, and he can control it, bring others into the game. And there's nothing better when you're under a bit of pressure than to play a direct ball up to a striker who can hold it. And if you're a defender, you can get up 10, 20, 30 yards. It gives you gives you a bit of respite and and the hope that you can. Uh, you know, just regroup again. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy, Georgia 1, Scotland 1. It's going to be a free kick for Georgia. Could be a uh, dangerous position. 55 minutes gone. Is that fair there? Was that... Yeah, Kenny McLean, he nearly gave away a foul in a similar position a couple of minutes ago. With the halftime subs, they've brought an energy. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Kenny McLean gets his assist for the goal, but... They've probably not been aware of just how good the Georgians have been in the counter-attack and that's a couple of times he's he's been late in for a tackle and um, Georgia have a free kick in a very dangerous position. Need to watch for this one, big test. And it could be a moment though for Xander Clark, the Hearts goalkeeper. He's the number two keeper there but he's been number one for what, the best part of a year since Craig Gordon got that double leg break although he is back in training. 41 he'll be. Could he come back into Scotland for yes. do you think? What do you think? Could be. Let's see the free kick. Um, and is it Kvara Skelia? Hard to tell on this one, but anyway, free kick, left footed, goes for goal, and that's a good save. Sander Clark. Yeah, right over the wall. It's played with a lot of whip, a lot of pace. Sander Clark. I've got to say, I think it's one that you expect him to save. Uh, there's no, there's only what a two man wall, yeah. but he gets, he gets over it, and it's not right in at the post, and he's kept it out. But I, I think uh, most keepers would save that one. Stephen, you agree? Corner kick though coming up for the Georgians. Here it comes into the box, headed away though by Scotland. That yeah, was... it's, it's a confidence building um, save for yeah. Zander Clark. I think it's a very interesting one to follow in terms of. I think if Zander Clark was playing for St Johnston and, and playing well in part of the Scotland squad, and Craig Gordon was coming back for Hearts and started playing for Hearts, the discussion would be. Well, he's just been beating us a goal for Georgia. Goal for Georgia as we speak in the 57th minute. Ball in the back of the net. Same the man. Yep, from Same way man. outside. He struck it really well and it's into the corner. There's a lot of pace on this ball, but this is a guy who plays wide left. Mm-hmm. He, he can go to the byline, but so often he cuts in and he's right foot. And we've only 
manage to draw level for, for a few minutes, that's a, a huge blow for us. Let's see it back in a second or two, Stephen. That is a blow. Well, the immediate thing when you're waiting to, to watch a replay, Scotland will have done a lot of work on stopping him coming into that right foot. He's so deadly on it. Um, and you're thinking, could they have shown him wides? It's the first thing you're looking at. Nathan Patterson's going out to him. He almost lets him back into his right. And when you let a player of that quality back in your right, then um, you're asking for trouble. Andy's lost a couple of players there and he's it's a great eye for goal isn't it what are you thinking now that you see it back for the third yeah, time it's, it's yeah maybe there's someone in, is it Porteous in front of uh, Xander Clark I mean Lyndon Dykes doesn't he look too happy it's not right into the corner or probably been too harsh on the goalkeeper it's played with a with a bit of pace but he's got two goals in the game and he's looked he's looked really dangerous Stephen, how do we bounce back? What do we do now? We don't want to lose a third goal. Uh, there are going to be more changes. We liked the way they started with the energy of the players who came on at half-time. It was the first time George had any sort of territory uh, in our half. Um, obviously, Kenny McLean gives a fill away and we don't really get out of half again. But As we spoke about during the game, these aren't any mugs. They've got real quality. He's world-class, obviously. And... Um, the frustration for Steve Clark will be probably the amount of work that will have gone into their main threat and not letting him come into his right foot. But as I said, it's easier said than done. Um, but we just need to do it. I didn't feel we'd score so early into the second half. I thought it would take a lot of effort to, to wear the Georgians down. So it's just back to basics, back to where we were at half time and, and go again. A yellow card against the Georgian, the defender for Kelly. For a bit of a crunching tackle there a moment or two ago, Andy. That was an absolute yeah, yellow card. But yeah. Kavarshelia, who's got the two goals. Yeah. I mean, he's playing for Napoli, he's mm. 22. He's got really good ability. I mean, anyone who's got the confidence, as soon as he gets the ball, he's clearly onside. He's a good, good maybe three yards uh, onside. But it's the fact that he's a right footed player, he plays in the left, and we were thinking he might get to the byline when he cuts in on his right. Strikes it well, but uh, just a great pity. I think it might have gone through the legs of Ryan Porteous and too much for, for Xander Clark. Free kick to Scotland. Our captain John McGinn plays it into the box. Looking for Ryan Porteous, Stephen? Yeah, he's just not had it how he wanted to. He wanted to put it more into the box. But the, the good thing for us now, had we needed to win this game for qualification, you'd be panicking. They'd start to, um, we don't have that pressure. We can... This game we, we could do in Norway, we can um, win it in the 90th minute. Um, there doesn't need to be a rush, a mad panic that Norway are winning elsewhere and we have to win this game. So we've earned the right to, to bide our time to get back into this one. Andy, John had an effort there from quite far out, but no harm in it. Took a deflection, but uh, the keeper saved it. But yeah, why not? Two, two Georgians getting in, getting a bit of a block. I mean, the shot ends up on target, but as comfortable as you like for, for the goalkeeper. It's maybe one thing we have lacked you know, making the goalkeeper make some some save. Just that goal from McTominay. I thought the header in the first half from Lyndon Dykes was a really good chance. But as much of the ball that we've had, we've not really had a great deal of penetration and and clear cut chances. But we're back on the attack down the left. Is it going to go out for a corner for Scotland? We'll find out in a second. Or it may have come off Scotland player. Is that going to be a goal kick? Corner. To corner kick. Yeah. Good. Okay, corner for Scotland. You know, and we took minutes. we took a couple of short ones in the first half. I think we've got enough height, enough power, enough ability in the box to to try and go and meet, uh, you know, something head on. 
surprised he's taken that. I would rather he was in the box. Scott McTominay. McTominay. Yeah. Into the box, great header. And it's just clawed away there by the goalkeeper. Well, we, Lyndon Dykes is saying it was over the line, but uh, I think there's VAR in the game. There is. I'm not sure there's goal line technology, is there? Not but sure. In but... any event, it was a really good header. Mm. And I think we're capable of troubling the Georgian defence with that type of you know, quality ball into the box from McTominay and the header yeah. from Dykes that it was really well saved. That was much more positive, Stephen. Real chance for us. Yeah, as I say, spoke about, it's a big um, thing for Scotland to be a, a threat of those set pieces. Quality of the ball in from McTominay was good. Good header. Lyndon Dykes can't do much more. And to be fair to the goalkeeper, he did very well to keep it out. Um, but it's better. I mean, we aren't, we can't stretch it um, width, width-wise. We don't have wingers on the bench to bring on. So, it's going to be moments like that it's going to be moments playing into Kenny McLean into John into McTominay in the middle of the park and maybe winning set pieces but they are a, a, a huge threat on the break the Georgians as far as Skelly is on the break down the left but that's well broken down but it's a poor pass a chance again for them edge of the box good tackle there or is it going to be a free kick no there's a good well, tackle you're dead yeah. right Paul it was great defending from Ryan Porteous uh, winning the ball but then he just gave it away he knocked it across his own box and we almost gave away a third goal there and at this level, you can't afford to do it. You can't take your eyes or ears off it at the moment. Go Radio Football Show. Georgia 2, Scotland 1. And it's that man, Claret Skellia, who scored both for, I almost said Napoli. He's the Napoli star. And for Scotland, it was Scott McTominay who made it 1-1 just after half-time in the 49th minute. Good pace to the yeah. second half. I'm enjoying yeah. it. We are stung a wee bit by going a, you know, a goal behind. Kenny McLean has come on and had a shot. It's gone over the bar. But uh, it was the earlier save from uh, the goalkeeper that... Um, yeah, we're just seeing again there. Lyndon the Dykes certainly yeah. wasn't over the line, but it was a really good header from Lyndon Dykes. And there's a reaction save there that's uh, it's very impressive. And it's, it's a good save, but the Georgians don't have anyone on the post. Just a bit more to the side and, and that goes in and gets his back level. Stephen, try and make sure nothing happens during the break. <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Contact the team now to help make your home more energy efficient. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, 67 and a half minutes gone. Georgia 2, Scotland 1. Andy Walker, could be more goals in this one, what do you think? Yeah, I'd be surprised if it finishes 2-1. I think we could get an equaliser, but equally, uh, you know, they are dangerous on the break. They've got some clever players, bit of skill, bit of trickery. Um, I think there's another goal in this game Good play there by the captain John McGinn plays it out to the left Kenny McLean plays it to the edge of the box a chance here for Scotland but it's just gone past the post Andy? Well I thought the goalkeeper was hesitant because the shot from uh, McTominay uh, it was so slow he didn't catch it the way he wanted and I just thought Kenny McLean was going to get in on it as he, he ran into the, the six yard box well it was Callum McGregor no it's Ferguson uh, it would have been great to see him get uh, a, a, a goal for Scotland. I, I thought the I thought at first viewing that Ferguson could have done better, but the fullbacks actually did well. It was good defending. He just kind of blocked his his run. Um, the, as we get on, as we move on, you start to think: Is Lyndon Dykes going to be handed the partner, on Lauren Shankland, or is it going to be a like for like? Because I do think it is needing uh, Lauren Shankland on the pitch. I think he can score out of nothing and. Um, like McTominay's goal it's going to take a moment like that and they're making some changes just now as well 
Andy, you could see maybe a change or two. We are playing well at the moment, the last 10 or 15 minutes. Not that we played badly start of the second half, but we got the goal back from McTominay. A couple of changes being made for them. So, yep, Lyndon Dykes, do you think he'll be replaced or will they give him more support? I think they might just try and keep with him for, what is it, we've got about yep. 70, 20 minutes to go. I think they might just keep him for another 10 minutes. Uh, the, the long diagonal to him, might just work out well. The direct ball to him might just be a, a good option. And, you know, with Shanklin coming into the squad pretty much late on, um, I don't know whether, yep. you, you know, he's hoping that, uh, you know, Lyndon Dykes can come up yeah. with something mm. to justify being so faithful in him for so long. Yeah. It's a difficult one because in most teams the, the logical thing or what managers would look to do is maybe take off a, a midfielder and put two up front but um, John McGinn and uh, Scott McTominay are such a big source of goals that you would almost you would like to keep your midfielders on because they're your, your goal scorers as such so it's a, I'm sure the conversation we're having with John Carver and um, Steve Clark for what they do uh, formation wise if they bring on another striker good play down the right there Andy started by John McGinn yeah Patterson yeah. getting to the byline good he's ball. always capable of yeah. doing that I thought the ball was a good one mm. but not enough Nobody bodies in, inside the box uh, Greg's been on big Celtic fan saying what about Matt O'Reilly we know he's in Denmark duty at the moment he's with the squad mm. called up for the first time uh, Crystal Palace the latest to be mentioned who are interested in him Arsenal's been mentioned Borussia Dortmund Lille Liverpool Man United Newcastle Wolfsburg Leicester City we could go on and on Crystal Palace what do you think? Yeah I'm not surprised people are looking at him he's been outstanding arguably Celtic's best player uh, to date uh, this season and I know Celtic like to do business when uh, you know big money is spoken about for for any other players, but I would be surprised uh, if they sold them in in January. I know that money talks, but I would just be surprised. Celtic have got a lot of money. If they want to sell them, I'm sure they could uh, they could hang on until the summer. And no disrespect to Palace, but would it be more a Newcastle or Man United? Well, it's just uh, yeah. it's just the money. Yeah. If, if Palace make a, a silly offer, then um, you know, there's always a danger of of uh, Celtic listening to that and, and doing business. But I've got to say, I'd be surprised if he went, if they allowed him to go in uh, January. Um, but, yeah, listen, you never can tell. Celtic fans would not be happy to lose him in January. They know he'll go at some point. No, I, I mean, I don't think um, a lot of Celtic fans will expect Matt O'Reilly to um, play in the Champions League or the Europa League, whatever, next year. I don't think he'll be a Celtic player this time next year, but... Like Andy, I'd be shocked if... I mean, that money, um, the new format of the Champions League, the money goes up again. Yeah. It's 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 not worth Celtic's while, especially when you think of Rio Hatati already having two injuries. I thought Matt O'Reilly went under the radar on Sunday. I thought it was a real special performance. You think, I know Aberdeen didn't play well and they got their criticism, but they've got good players in there. They've got mm -hmm. um, Graham Shinney, they've got Leighton Clarkson, they, they paid a million pounds for and Matt O'Reilly just totally dominated the midfield. Physically, it looks as if he's um, made big strides. He's added goals to his game. And I think just with the... He's obviously getting to the full Denmark squad and the, the spotlight on that, I think obviously the obvious links come. I know a lot of English uh, clubs in England would um, be looking for an athletic six-foot midfielder that scores goals. Um, 
So I, I expect him to go and I think he'll go in the summer for potentially the record transfer fee. What did you think of Chris Boyd's comments afterwards after Celtic winning 6-0 and he said, I'll tell you what, they'll play their next game, they'll play well. Aberdeen, because they're up against Rangers. It's, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but... I, I, I heard it, I heard what he said. I don't think it was lack of effort. I thought Aberdeen get their tactics wrong on the day, but I think that sometimes the, the style of teams... I mean, Rangers Rangers get the ball forward early. They put lots of crosses into the box. Um, Aberdeen are a really physical team. They've got the three defenders, sometimes five defenders that can defend cross balls all day. And I'm not surprised if with Rangers going long and, and crossing the ball, why Aberdeen could potentially have joy against that, as, as opposed to Celtic who have wingers out wide that can stretch about. You think of the second goal, the clever movement in behind... Um, whereas Hibs who caused Celtic a lot of problems struggled defensively but with the play quick play that Celtic have they're more equipped to deal with it and they can counter-attack whereas Rangers don't seem to find any problem with, with Hibs it's, yeah. it's one of the great fixtures yeah. Aberdeen yeah. Rangers at yeah. Pataudry they yeah. absolutely will be up for it in much the same way as Hart Celtic at Tynecastle. Yeah. they're always up for it but you know, Rangers record at Pataudry, uh, Celtic's record at Tynecastle, they're, they're, they're both good and that'll be a fabulous uh, that'll be a fabulous game, Aberdeen Rangers. Andy, what's happening while we're talking there about the Aberdeen? Yeah, they've just killed the game a wee bit. They've yeah. made a couple of substitutions, Georgia. You, you know you're going into the last 15 minutes plus added time. What are we going to get? Four or five extra minutes, maybe? Yeah, it's maybe not been very heavy, has it? It's been, no, I don't yeah. think so. Maybe 20 minutes to go. I think there'll be four or five added if if it stays like this at the moment, but they've still got a very dangerous player, someone who's uh, already got a couple of goals and we can't afford to make any mistakes, but equally, we need to throw Nathan Patterson forward. You can see Ryan Porteous drifting forward with the ball. Greg Taylor's there and just look how organised the, the Georgians are. We're, you know, a back five, a back six maybe. And, uh, you know, they're happy just to defend in numbers here. You have a back seven, it looks like, at the moment. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. as soon as they the pick throne. up, yeah. they've got a guy like this who's scored two goals who can uh, normally carry the ball really well. That was good defending from Patterson. Yeah. Everton versus Napoli there. And he did well. This will be good for Nathan Patterson. Yeah, good experience. Yeah. I, th I think what you say, the, the dreaded three-letter word, uh, VAR, yeah. I think the lack of it in this game. It's been great yeah. to watch a game that's been so on the edge, so physical, a lot of heavy challenges going in. It's not been dominated by VAR not looking at everything, every challenge going. and Well, if they I, are looking at things, Stephen, they're doing it so quickly. Smooth. Yeah, we've yeah. seen it move yeah. on. Yep. Um, and they're so, not looking at it half a dozen times. So it's not spoiled the game in any way. Yeah. Chance for Scotland. It's going to be a free kick. Was that a tackle on your brother, John? Kenny McLean's there as well. And it's good. Lewis Ferguson over Lewis the Ferguson, ball. Lewis Ferguson, yeah. he's did well. I'm not sure John yeah. gets this one with Kenny McLean nope. now on the pitch. I think that'll be a throwback to our old Ralston days St Mirren training ground <laughs> when they're practising these uh, hours yeah. on end. So, um, McTominay gets his hands on the ball as well. There's, there's a few queuing up to take it. He's the captain. Yeah, McTominay's got it just now though. The Man United favourite. Oh, he's got what? There as well. He's got seven yep. goals in this uh, campaign. So you wouldn't I just with the left, if he wanted no, that again. Sure. Just yeah. with the left foot, the angle of the free kick where it yeah. is in the pitch, it suits a left footer and and I'd be giving it to Kenny McLean. But McTominay's not forgiving this ball away. No. Kenny McLean looked there as though he said, Come on. But the camera's moved away. We see Well, we've got a bit of treatment here, so they'll add yeah. a bit of time. They'll yeah. be making another substitution. Mm. Uh, Do you think Georgians? we will? Not at this moment, obviously, but 
wonder I'd like to see Shankland yeah. I mean Shankland's a one uh-huh. if you're picking yeah, in the goal. full squad if you're picking one half chance to fall to in the dying minutes you're, you're picking Lauren Shankland so it'd be great to get him on the pitch comebacks on for Cyprus 3-1 now Billy hey. asked where I go 15 yeah. minutes to go wow <laughs> you imagine, never know imagine they yeah. get a 3-3 three, three. Uh-huh. oh geez, we need a win don't we that would be if well, it, well, a, a draw yeah. we a draw, a draw would, uh, and a win would have been phenomenal but uh, it's it's unlikely but you never know. Spain started, well, they started the group so slowly, but my goodness, they've been in top gear the last couple of games, not least against Scotland. Scott McTominay is shouting some instructions or he's shouting maybe at the referee. That would get him the sin bin, wouldn't it, in the future if the new rules come in? A great um, yeah. a great moment in the golf, yeah. right, Paul, where Rory McIlroy is yeah. taking his tee shot and it's ended up yeah. between right, ladies' legs yeah. who was sitting on the grass and I think he's going to play it. <laughs> my goodness. Right, our eyes and ears are also on the free kick. Stephen, you're on free kick duty at the moment. Is a sub uh, being made as we speak? Yep. This is something I would ban if I was in charge of football. Why, why are you allowed to lie yep. down behind a wall? If you've got a free kick, right. it's an attacking free kick, you yes. should be given the advantage. So if you're good enough, skillful enough to play under a wall that jumps, yeah. then let it happen. Yeah, good. I wouldn't have anyone allowed to lie down. You can stand behind it if you, you want. Yeah, Stephen, not having it. Will you sign the petition? No, uh, it's not something that bothers me. The first thing I think oh, about is uh, <laughs> there must be a man short in the box in terms of yeah. potential. If working something, we know Scotland work something, um, work work things at set pieces. So you, something worth thinking about. Jacques Vidadze is going on to be replaced by Datsi Shvili. So, 12 minutes to go, plus probably five minutes. Who is going to take it? Our money is on Scott McTominay. Well, Greg Taylor's going off. Yeah. Sure, Armstrong has come on. I think it is going to be Kenny McLean who's going to uh, get it. Parsons going off and Anthony Ralston has come on as well. So, um, last throw of the yeah. day. So, it's still no sign of, you know, the goal scorer, Lauren Shanklin. Mm. So, yeah, this has taken about three minutes or so. It's going to be Scott McTominay, isn't it, Stephen? He's over the ball, the Man United star. And the referee going to blow the whistle. 79 minutes we're approaching now. Here it comes. Oof. I'm, I'm like well Stephen. I'm, I'm surprised he top. took it from that angle. Yeah. Why? Well, just if we're, if you're over on the right-hand side of the pitch, normally it's a left hand, uh, left footer, but McTominay annoyed with himself and it makes it an easier save. For the goalkeeper usually just for the angle of the ball usually when you're that far wide at that angle if the right footer's going to take the free kick it, it can catch the goalkeeper by surprise because oh, okay. it's so uh, suited to a left footer but McTominay obviously almost gave the game away by pretty much saying this is my ball I'm, yeah. I'm hitting it so there was no disguise at all and very comfortable for the Georgian defence that's very true Barry Ferguson will be here tomorrow night with Mark Guidi will we be talking about Scotland losing or could it be a draw still 10 minutes to go plus injury time there'll be 5 or 6 minutes we would imagine a couple of people have been on saying it's refreshing not to be stopped by VAR all the time in England as well as Scotland it's been dominated the past month there's been a VAR madness it got a little bit quiet for a wee while I think because we do our GAR on a Monday night the Go Radio assisted referee maybe we should do what Sweden do which is not have it not have it I know do you not think it puts us though? We're not we're not going back. No. We 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 definitely need to improve. But um, yeah, more and more, it's uh, it's been awful. The the forensic analysis of far too many incidents is really killing 
so many people's enjoyment of the game and, and turning some people away. It is actually, you do hear some people saying, right, I'm not going back now. Hopefully they do, but the fan experience is not what it was. Stephen? Yeah, I mean, I, I do get it. It's not going away and can it improve? But the problem is, until it, in, in the stages where it's not improved, when, it, when it's, we're still getting faults, we're still, it's not where we want it to be, it's costing people jobs. It's costing clubs European football. It's costing clubs trophies. That's the problem. It's all well and good saying, yeah, but we need to stick at it. We need to keep getting it better. At this moment, it's costing people jobs, bad decisions. Um, you never know, costing clubs money in terms of European football. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not enjoying it in its current um, makeup. And they say, look, it will get better in time, but they've had it in England for what? This is year four or something. You know, it's a few years yeah. there. I know we've had it for just over. I, I wasn't a, a fan year. of it. And then going to the presentation, I thought, I'm going to buy into this. You were impressed? Yeah, absolutely impressed with everything uh, about it. But we were sold a dummy. It's, um, it is not being used the way oh. they said it would be used. What's happened there, Stephen? Yeah, quite a naughty challenge. We spoke about VR, maybe not coming to play. They might have a wee look at this. And then now the Georgian player's thrown himself in the ground. He's gone to offer his hand to Scott McTominay who sort of threw his hand away and and the, the Georgian player is claiming that he's hit him in the face. When you have VAR, I mean, this is just a piece of nonsense because you know that it's going to be seen to of be... Of course, yeah. Uh, absolutely nothing, but this might suit the Georgians. Yep. You see McTominay, uh, and I think it is a yellow card. It's a deliberate... There's no... There's no great deal of violence there. It's high and he's brought him down. What do you think, Stephen? Yeah, it's high. Yellow card for me. Never going to be dangerous enough. He almost catches him with the, the outside <laughs> of his foot. But, I mean, he pushed but, him in the chest, McTominay, yeah. and he's gone down holding his face. That That's just embarrassing. It is. But then, I don't know what the ref's going to do about Change the it. yellow to a red. That's not going to happen, though, is it? No. No. Now, the referee, yeah, says right. Let's get back on with the game. So we're going still, to have a good few yeah, minutes yeah. now of uh, For sure. added time. Yeah. Yeah. Quick break and then we're back. 2-1 Georgia. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage and heat pumps. Let's go! Another substitution for Scotland. We're 2-1 down against Georgia. Andy Walker. Shanklin's got his chance. Dykes has gone off. There's five minutes of the 90 to go, but I think we're going to get maybe seven minutes uh, added. So there's there's a good 10, 12 minutes here for Shankland. And this is where we've got a lot of the ball and the Georgians are happy to sit back and defend deep here. I think yeah. we need to be patient. I think the Georgians are desperate for us just to fire crosses in like John's just done there. Um, because I'm so well organised, I'm happy to defend crosses. We might need to take a wee bit of, wee bit of magic trying to get it into Shankland's feet. You've been calling for Shanklin, so no pressure. But it would be a mate. Well, it doesn't matter who scores, but it would be brilliant for him, wouldn't it? That he's come on. Lyndon Dykes, how did he do for you? Andy? Did okay. Yeah. He worked hard. He had a decent chance in the first half. He had a, another header in the second half. Um, but if you're telling me Shanklin gets a goal uh, here, I think it cements his place in the the squad for the tournament because that's a guy who's come off the bench and and showing that he can handle a big occasion and get an important goal. Scotland coming forward, winning a throw-in or a free kick, Stephen, at the far side there's a tackle on Ralston. Yeah, a free kick. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they look like a team happy to commit fouls, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Just seeing it back there, Ralston down, so it's going to be a free Score kick. One. 
Yeah, but a chance for Scotland. Result, result aside, I mean, that's the yeah. type of thing that's just, it's been fresh and always speaking about it. It's just nice to watch a game, just fouls go in, uh, yeah. pick up, we go on. Yeah. We, we, we tussle every now and then. No Contact VR. sport. Yeah. yeah. What's your guess at added minutes here? In terms of the first half, I expect to be way more, so I'm thinking five. Here's the free kick, left-footed John McGinn into the box, but it's headed away, comes back to the captain. I think there might be more than five, you know. You're getting a wee bit obsessed, Andy. Just uh, <laughs> just as a listener here, get a wee bit obsessed with him any minutes. Here's Scotland down the left, ball into the box. Chance for Scotland, Stephen, but it's uh, cleared. Going to be a throw-in. Yeah, we got Ryan Portis down the left wing in a good position. Yeah, eight Georgians inside the box when that ball came across so I thought he was about to announce eight minutes added so did I I'm getting a bit obsessed as well about it but we, um, I mean we're dominating the ball here they're just yeah. happy to defend these uh, crosses coming in down the left Andy high ball into the far post but it's cleared but it's um, Scotland pressure all the way at the moment Stephen what's happening out that far side it's John McGinn brother John left footed into the box chance header but it's easily that taken was a by chance. the keeper Yep. That was a chance. I mean, John McGinn played in a really good ball to Lewis, Lewis Ferguson. Yep. He didn't get any power on it at all. You know, it's almost like a free header, but uh, look at Shankland. He's saying, I want something it's, just it's to almost, fall into my path. If, if, if you were to pick the perfect scenarios, um, Ferguson knocks it down for Shankland, but I don't think he sees him at all. And he, you've, got to, you've got to shoot from there. And quite unlucky, you'd, you'd want that one to fall to Shankland if we get the next one. If it is Ferguson, McGinn's ball, Ferguson's goal, you'll have to come back on the show tomorrow night because <laughs> we've got Barry on who would be bursting with pride and why not with his nephew. But uh, Scotland much more involved again. Barry's been so, on his travels, he may yeah. be in Georgia. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, no, I think he's going to be back here in the Gorbals. Yeah, that was a, I think night. that was a clear yeah. foul from Kenny McLean which has relieved a bit of the pressure for Georgia who haven't really been up the pitch for quite some time. They'll just be happy to play a bit of keep ball here and uh, run the clock down a little bit. Ian, a Rangers fan's been on saying, how do you think, Rangers, what would your report be on Philippe Clement after uh, a month in charge? But we'll come back to that in a second because Scotland coming forward. Andy, edge of the yeah, box. Yes, John McGinn going on the far side. He puts in a brilliant ball. There's no takers. We've still got the, the ball alive on the left-hand side, but really throwing everyone forward here. That's got to be another free kick and a yellow card that's been, for the, I think, for the goal scorer. Yep. Karatsvelia there that was uh, on first sight I don't know you enjoying the, the tackles that yeah looked, I love it honestly yeah. it's been great so refreshing but I, I don't know if the, the, the strikers just expected John because he's on his right foot maybe not to maybe to cut back maybe if he's in the left foot the gamble because if they gamble if anyone gambles there there's a goal there for them yeah. so a bit frustrating but yeah I mean it's not it's not a red card does need to be looked at by VR I, I yeah, think there's got on with it Honestly, Stephen, I think in Scotland there's some refs that would show a red for that. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Austin yeah. McPhee's out there just now. He's the set piece specialist yeah. for us, isn't he? So who's going to take this one, Andy? Who's going to take it for Scotland? It's Scott McTominay, who's taking a few corners. Uh, everyone back uh, for Georgia, but uh, Lewis Ferguson trying to keep it alive for us. Seven minutes. I think you were right. Yeah, well done, Andy right. Walker. That, there you go. That so, persistence. Paid off. Seven minutes, right, is, yeah. seven minutes is good for us. We're certainly getting everyone forward here and we're just desperate to to escape this game with a point. Stephen, what are you thinking? Just, I, I mean, I can't help but that I'm, I'm maybe relaxed watching Scotland 
unusual thing to say but you just can't help but think yeah it's a frustrating result it's a frustrating night but with injuries we've had and we've got qualifications uh, already secured it's just a nice feeling it's a nice feeling to be watching a Scotland defeat when you're already at the tournament so importantly your dad's at the game supporting one of his sons is he tuned in to us as well has he got it on the app and listening to the Go Radio you would football like, you'd show you'd like to think so I would yeah. hope so and you'd like he, it to be, he, you'd think make his way to Falkirk tomorrow night for uh, the, the quarterfinal <laughs> challenge cup on his right. way back good luck in that are you going to be back soon yeah I've been back running yeah. this week so it's a lovely feeling yeah. when you've been out so long It's how, how long is that? Um, well, we'll long? Get a, a midfielder suspended for the next league game so the manager asking today just how right. long do you think? Right. a couple of weeks So, uh, how long have you been out for? since I've the very last league cup group stage game so it's a, a few months now so it's been it's been long longer than I expected but great um, to feel fit again isn't yeah it? it's great yeah um, doing a bit of rehab with one of the boys that is match fit that's just a little knock and still feel a bit good bit of weight fitness wise but it's great to be back out there great you've got that bounce back five minutes still to go we've played two of the seven Scotland coming forward edge of the box it's played to the far post great yes. goal for Scotland we've scored Scotland Shankland. have equalised Shankland we said that if you want a chance half chance to oh. fall to someone you want Brilliant. to be Shankland and this team has just got so much spirit they dig out results that we haven't done for long long time and uh, they've did it again wow third minute Lauren Shankland he doesn't get many opportunities for Scotland but that's a huge goal for him I think that has cemented his place for the tournament mm. next summer I mean it's a brilliant ball from Stuart Armstrong right at the back post and you saw him score with his head at Ibrooks recently Lauren Shankland mm. and he's done it again here keeper could possibly do better but Maybe there's just uh, too much power in it. It's a brilliant moment for Lauren Shankland. It's such an important goal. Wow. And for Scotland, I mean, we're not there yet. There's, what, four minutes remaining. But Stephen, this is uh, the boost that we were really looking for. Yeah, I just it's just this, this wee knack this, this team have got of digging results out. What yeah. are they checking here, Stephen? No idea. Goal check. Goal for, and goal. he's saying it's a goal. So they've checked oh. it really quickly again and the goal stands so that's good news Georgia 2 Scotland 2 sorry Stephen no yeah. I mean it's just that that's the snack the team you're almost writing the result off it's been a hard fought game just losing out but they can dig out a result and that man Shankland I mean you don't want to be causing a bit of mischief but you can just you could have just pictured them instead of Dessers and, and like scoring sure. late goals like that it's impossible not to make the comparison it makes such sense. And a word for Stuart Armstrong, Andy, we talked about him earlier. You know, he's every single... He's, he's another sub, Paul. Yeah. So that'll please Stevie Clark, someone that can, you know, come on and make a, a, a difference. And we look the stronger side, the hungrier yeah. side, the, the side that are more likely if there is going to be a, a dramatic late winner with, what, another three minutes to go. Yeah, because they broke away their cap. Skellia was through, but it was good defensive play by Scotland. They cleared it up and uh, Scotland now back in possession and it gets you away yeah. from that horrible habit we've had of losing games albeit against top quality sides the last the last three defeats but to go to Georgia I thought you know it might end up 1-1 it looks as though it's going to end up 2-2 and I think it's a it's a really good uh, performance because we've shown as Stephen said so much character never say die attitude as we come forward again John McGinn almost stumbles but gets to the ball and manages to it's almost a pass uh, but there's nobody there although Stuart Armstrong not too far from it so it's cleared up only as far as the Scotland play so it's um, Stuart Armstrong has they given him a free kick against him is that going to be a yellow card Stephen? 
Yeah, he's just yeah. you go to ground. Um, yeah. you given the Jordan boy opportunity to to buy a foul. Mm. He's bought a foul and he's been yellow card. I was just laughing at John. He's his eyes lit up. He's thinking he's just about to let one rip here. Yeah. Um, I think the defender did really well just to get his his block in. So what do you do? Do you speak to him tonight, or just a text, or what? Do you mind the the family WhatsApp or whatever? Yeah, I mean, he, he'll make some sort of comment. Sometimes it totally what we've seen. Sometimes it totally differs. Uh-huh. Um, he'll, he'll make comment and his own performance and um, ask what we think. Yeah, and depending mm-hmm. on how the games go, you're, whether you're honest or not. But I think I think he'll take good pride. And um, this is a, a depleted Scotland team. This sure, is going right. without. Um, Angus Gunn, yeah. Aaron Hickey, Kieran Tierney, Andy Robertson, that's almost your full defence. And as I said, it's not an easy place to go, so um, a real a real good battling point this could be. The, the referee showed a yellow card to Stuart Armstrong. Sure. Yep. And honestly, I'm convinced again that some referees in Scotland would have shown a red for that. Studs were up, but didn't make any contact. And uh, I'm glad this referee sees things. And he's been... He's pretty much been given his own authority here, which is good to see. It's like pre-VAR days. I hope the officials here watch this and realise there's another way. And the other thing, Paul, is they'll they'll say by looking at it uh, with VAR for four or five minutes, Mm. great, that's another right decision (sighs) we've made. And it's not it's neither yeah. right nor wrong. It's sure. just someone else's opinion You're other right. than the ref. And choking the game. 30 seconds remaining. Georgia 2, Scotland 2. Let's uh, hold on for the next 25 seconds. It's actually Scotland back in possession. John McGinn, he's tackled there. Ball's just going out of play. It's going to be a throw in. Do you want a picture, a selfie of the studio? We'll send it to him. <laughs> Stephen, do you want to get... There's Andy Walker on it. <laughs> oh, no, OK. Oh, All right. I think uh, we may get an extra minute because of yeah. the goal. Okay, yep, so that's uh, 6.55. So, yeah, you're right, of course, with the goal. will be another minute, and it's uh, the red shirts of the Georgians coming forward up over the halfway line. We have been by far the stronger side in the second half from being a goal down and, and then being pretty negative in the second half, just hoping to defend, defend, defend. We have, we've made something happen for us with a number of substitutions. They've all worked out, and we certainly deserve a point. Yeah, they scored first. Kvara Skelia, their best player, scored in 15 minutes. Uh, then it was 1-1 in 49 minutes. Scott McTominay, Carrick's Felia, who made it 2-1 for them and a few moments ago. But here they come forward and a good save. Good shot, good save by Xander Clark. And he's kept it in play. Could have gone for a corner. Let's see that one again, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. in the near post, yeah. he's covered it well. Yeah. Good hand stops are going out for a corner. I think the putting John to a right wing back was all well and good when you've got all the ball, but I'm not so sure about it defensively. Yeah. Um, but I think now Kenny McLean's at left back. So but I think it's a real battling point. Georgia, no yeah. mugs. To take four points off out of the six against them in the group's a, a big achievement and a big reason why we're going to Germany. It's brilliant. Spain ahead, so they will... Spain have won. Yeah, won. won. That won. game's finished in Cyprus and it's finished here. 2-2 with Scotland. What a great game. Well, thanks for keeping us up to date there, both of you. That was it. That flew in, didn't it, the last two hours. We're coming up for the news at seven. So Scotland, the headline as well will be about Lauren Shankland as well. And I'm glad we spoke about it earlier on. We've been banging yeah. on about it for years. Um, and it's no, no disrespect to Hearts, but he should be playing at a higher level. Um, so... Great, thanks guys. Cheers, Enjoy Paul. the night. Thanks, Paul. Stephen, are you off to training? Good yes. luck. And Andy, we'll see you again next week. Where Good are you this weekend? Of uh, course, it's with internationals. No yeah. So, whatever you be, something special will be happening. Enjoy uh, the week to come. 
tomorrow night. Barry Ferguson will be here, the former Scotland captain, along with the number one journalist in the country. Mark Guidi will be here at five. Well done, Scotland. 2-2. Two, two. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage and heat pumps. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.